welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Original Sprout. Original Sprout carries safe, effective, and pediatrician-tested shampoos, conditioners, and styling body care products produced and packaged in California, USA. And today's episode is also brought to you by Sheila Darling. Sheila Darling is a social worker, certified hypnotherapist, and mindfulness med- meditation teacher, and could be your start to a more peaceful life. And we'll hear more from our sponsors later. Um, oh, but before we go on, um, head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com and check out our sponsor page of all of our sponsors that make this podcast possible. And check there if there's if you think that you need anything, check there first because um, you can give our sponsors some business. And while you're there, scroll down and enter your email address and have the episode sent right to your inbox every Monday. And now Diane has our review of the week. Yes, I have our review of the week. And it comes from 1995 SV, which sounds very mysterious, but that's what the logo is and says, so thankful for you ladies. I had my son two years ago and was so unprepared for breastfeeding and was told so much incorrect information from doctors and nurses. And I was living far away from my breastfeeding friends. So our breastfeeding journey ended within two months. I'm now pregnant with my second boy. And I promised myself that before I give birth, I will educate myself as much as possible to ensure breastfeeding is successful this time. This podcast has educated me so much and given me confidence. I love you guys. Yay. Congratulations. And, you know, I cannot tell you how many times I hear that, that people tell me they get such bad information and it's really unfortunate, but what are you going to do? I mean, that's why we um, have this. The, yeah, that's why the we do the podcast. Is like, the bad information is all over the place. And can you hear me? Can you hear me? Uh, yeah. Diane? You're breaking okay. up though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So are you. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we'll just go on and see uh, what happens with that. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys should know, like Abby's out of town. So we are like winging it from a whole new setup. Well, so I have my setup cool. right here. You do have a setup. Yes. It's just not your, your original setup. Everything right here. Yeah. I'm not usually where I am, but nobody yeah. can see me. So it's the same. Yeah. But different internet. So that can throw us and off. And same actually screaming in the background. So it should be all <laughs> just normal. <laughs> it would not be the same without Exley or one of my dogs whining in the background. Right. Like it just wouldn't be the same. <laughs> so um, with that, yeah. I, I just want to remind you guys, send us reviews. I love, you know, I love to read them. I love to get them. And I love that we've been helpful to you. So you know, good for you, Miss 1995, that we are arming you with some information to go with your new, ch- with your next baby and good luck. What yes, are we talking luck. about today? We're talking about um, how to nurse a toddler. Oh dear. I know. And it sounds like, um, like, what do you mean how to nurse a toddler? And doesn't everybody just know how to nurse a toddler? How do you Except do anything that, with a toddler? I know. Well, yeah. And uh, nursing a toddler is so very different from nursing a newborn, which you would mm. know if you were nursing a toddler and then got pregnant again and then had a baby and you were breastfeeding again. And you were like, what? 
<laughs> I don't remember any of this. I remember holding Exley and I was like, what is this? Right. This is so different. This is so completely different from what I'm doing with Jack. And I have nursed two toddlers and I've nursed them at the same time. Um, for many years, Exley, as you guys probably know, Jack nursed until he was six and a half and Exley was pushing five. Um, so he was, both of them were toddler, small child kind of age, tandem nursing for a few years there. And it's different. And it's, um, but there is, like we were talking about misinformation. The misinformation surrounding breastfeeding toddlers and small children is just as horrible. <laughs> it's worse. It's worse. That's I think it's true. Worse. Because then it starts to get so, everyone starts to get so freaked out about it. It's like you, you sort of expect to see a baby breastfeeding, except in our society, you don't accept, expect to see a breast at all, unless it's like being advertised to sell coffee or something completely <laughs> unrelated to breasts. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I swear you see the most breasts when it's like something that's not not a bra or something. Right. Yeah. It's so bizarre. Um, yeah. And then so you don't you don't really breastfeeding is already weird. But then to see a toddler breastfeeding just freaks people out. And I remember like before I had kids, if somebody had said to me that I would be breastfeeding a toddler, I would have been like, ew, that's gross. I would have said the exact same thing that everyone else in society says, because I'd never seen it, never heard of it, thought it was weird. And like, these are boobs. Toddlers shouldn't be sucking on them. Oh. Um, but and then so what happens, and this is why I think misinformation and confusion and loneliness starts with toddler breastfeeding is because people who do continue to breastfeed into toddlerhood start to hide it. Yes. They're, they're not posting the pictures on, in, in, on the Internet anymore. They're not really talking about it with their family. They're maybe just doing it at home, but not out in public. They're like closet breastfeeders. Yes. There are so many closet breastfeeders out there that are breastfeeding toddlers because they just are afraid of being criticized, which may may have been criticized the whole entire time. And now um, breastfeeding a toddler is or breastfeeding a six year old. I mean, with Jack, I remember when Jack started to be like five or so there was there was this media like news media outlet. I don't remember what it was. It was, I don't, it was like one of those internet ones, you know, just this people who did stories about people and they contacted me and they were like, so can we like come and do a story about you breastfeeding your son? And I was like, okay, like, um, okay what do you you want to come over and like interview me okay cool they're like well we'd love to video you nursing him and I was like well I mean he's like really only nurses to sleep at night um so he doesn't like nurse a lot during the day you know he was like five six you know it, yeah then it just became kind of like a going to sleep thing and they're like oh well we could have like we could send somebody out um to you and they could just like hide in the corner while you're putting him to sleep and we'll be really quiet Ew! i was like what i was like no um that's not happening and i'm the badass breastfeeder and i got to the point where he was like five after that i stopped posting pictures of it on the internet and i became almost a closet i mean i think people knew that he was nursing because it would, you know, I didn't, I talked about it, but I didn't post those pictures anymore. Right. Because people were, are so weird about it. 
people and are I felt really like I weird. needed to like protect my family on some level. People it's are really so weird about it. Yeah. Totally. It, and it's, it's, first of all, my thing about it is like, it's nobody's business. You know, mm-hmm. like it is nobody's business what at all. So people should not be saying anything about it. But I feel like once they turn about, God, 15, 16 months, 17 months, people are like, mm-hmm. oh, that's still going on. Yeah. Like, I think people just assume that once your baby is eating solid foods, that there's no reason for them to be breastfeeding anymore, which is well, untrue. It- Right. And there's all those things like, well, if they're old enough to ask for it, then they're too old to do it, which is hilarious because they ask for it like the moment that they're born. Right. Like it's not always like words that are communication from a baby or a child that they want to nurse. But it's it's a huge, huge. It's what I'm looking for here, like indication of how ignorant our society is about why babies breastfeed to begin with right it is not about the food and we've said that like every single podcast for the last like 200 episodes or something like (laughs) it is not about the food all the time and when you have a toddler it is just it's not about that and then you gotta think about too what about that what about that mother or that you know the parents this is a decision that they are making for their family it is not up to society to say oh yeah, you should not be breastfeeding your, your toddler. You should not be, this is all that this parent has done for their child. Maybe they don't want to give that up yet. Maybe they're not ready. How about that? Right. I mean, this is for me, I worked so hard with Jack. It wasn't going really well, which is how all of this blog stuff started for me. It was horrible. It was awful. And once it started to get going, it was awesome. And it was great. And by like three months, it was working really well. And by the time we got to a year, I was like, why in the world would I start to wean him and like, like start to push? Why would I push this agenda of, okay, I'm not saying it right. I wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. And I was like, I worked so hard to get here. Why would I stop? Right. You know, and there's people that want to stop and that's fine. You you stop then. But if you feel like it's too soon, if you feel like you're not ready, you're not being selfish. You're not. There's all these people too. Oh, well, you're just doing it for yourself at this point. There's no there's no <laughs> benefits to the child at this point. I mean, that's ridiculous. And that reminds me of this quote that I saw on one of my Facebook posts the other day. It was really awesome. And I'm going to pull it up on my phone because I took a screenshot of it. Um but like, if you, first of all, you're a parent and you, and you have very valid, you know, your needs and your wants are valid and they're just as important as your child's. Like you're a part of this relationship too. If you're enjoying breastfeeding, that doesn't make you selfish. You know, who's not part of the relationship? The person commenting, right. screw you. Right. This has nothing to right. do with you. Right. Oh, here is it. Here it is. So somebody said like, how old, um, how old is too old? And this person said, if a child was too old to be breastfeeding, they would literally not be breastfeeding. I mean, for anyone wondering how old is too old, currently breastfeeding at any interval equals not too old. <laughs> like, it's so true. Like, you can't make you know, this is for me. So I'm going to make you breastfeed. I'm going to shove your face here and I'm going to make you suckle. OK, that's important. <laughs> that is important. It's physically impossible. If a child is nursing, they're doing it out of their own free will and desire and needs. 
Like you don't, you can't force them to do it. And if you're okay with it, then it's normal and natural to be doing it. It's not like it wouldn't be normal to shove their face there. Force that them to be, be doing weird, it. which my friend right. did because we <laughs> one time we went um we went to Washington DC and I wanted to get a picture of her breastfeeding in front of the White House. Um, but he was like he was a toddler, older, you know, whatever. And he he would nurse sometimes, but not all the time. So <laughs> I was like, see if he'll nurse right now. And so she was kind of like, there was actually a picture of her hand over his head, trying oh to like <laughs> trying to like push him to his boot. I was like, all right, forget it. Like, <laughs> but it's not like you were not forcing Jack. To no, nurse before bed. No, I can't. Yeah, I, you know, no, it was. I can't. You can literally cannot force them to be nursing. If they're nursing, it's happening because it's like a natural response for them <laughs> that they haven't stopped doing yet. Right. So I mean, if you are feeling like, you know, if you're feel a lot of people are feeling they're getting to the toddler, well, should I wean? Should I? You know, how old? How old is too old? When should I wean? You know, you don't have to worry about that. If you feel like it's too soon and it's still working for you and you're still benefiting from it and you're still enjoying it, my God, you're allowed to enjoy it. Why are we not allowed to enjoy anything? It's like if we enjoy it, then we're forcing everybody into our party and, you know, making them miserable and doing something against their own will. Like, what the hell? I know. Why can't something just be happening and we enjoy it, too? Oh my god! I don't, and you also don't have to enjoy it all the time because it's not great. Anybody who says that's another another response, kind of a toddler breastfeeding response, is anybody who thinks I'm doing this, you know, for my own needs, has never breastfed a toddler, right? Because it is not like all fun and games. I was talking. I interviewed. Ooh, so next week we're gonna have Tracy, Tracy Castles on the on the on the show, and I interviewed her yesterday. We got that interview in. My God, and, I can't wait! Oh my God, it was so good. Can't wait. One, she was talking about how maybe I shouldn't say it. Maybe I should <laughs> make everybody wait for this really funny part. Um, but we were talking about bed sharing and you know the safety, and she was like, "You when you bre- you know sleeping with a toddler, you have more of a chance of being injured by the sleeping toddler." <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That and it's true for true. breastfeeding too, because they're like beating you up all the time too. But but the the thing is, is like the World Health Organization, the whole World Health Organization recommends exclusive breastfeeding for six months, and then breastfeeding with su- supplemented with solids for up to two years or beyond until it's not working out for you anymore. Right. So like we don't even. Why are we even discussing? you know, this like it's these are major World Health Organizations that are saying like this is healthy. This is the best start for your child and like we're here whatever that's goes to everything it's you know we're always criticizing things that are being talked about as being the healthiest thing and we're like no the american academy of pediatrics says two years as well they say you know a year for sure and then you know ongoing as long as mom and baby are fine with it and then you know up to two years whatever however it's worded you would be hard-pressed to find a pediatrician that encourages you to breastfeed the child Right. And it's their own governing body that right. says that this should be happening. That's what I remind people when I have oh. a, a family that comes to me and says, oh, well, my, you know, the baby just turned a year. And my pediatrician said that I should be starting on whole milk or that I should. I'm like, really? Because their governing body says too. So what are they what are they doing? Why are they telling mm. you that they're not even following their own their own unit that certifies them? Like, right. I don't understand. Did they, did they, were they sick that day? Did they miss that? (laughs) Like what happened there? I don't understand. 
I know. It doesn't make any sense. They're not paying attention. They don't care. They're just going to go off by their own opinion. It's all opinion based. And it it's is. not it's based all on science. Based. And it's like yeah. that. So you're a doctor. You should be working off of science. But they're not a lot of times when it comes to lactation because they don't have that. Ah, it's crazy. So it is. So there's a lot of things that go into toddler breastfeeding. And I feel like it's already time for us <laughs> to have an ad break, which is insane because I haven't even started yet. My gosh. All right. So we'll. We'll do our ad break. Yeah. And then you can do come, your list. We'll come right back because we have new sponsors and you're going to want to hear about them. We have a, an older sponsor that's back Yay! because you guys are so awesome. Yeah. And then a new one, which you're going to want to hear about. And we'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Sheila Darling Coaching. A new baby can add intense amounts of anxiety and depression. No sleep, feeling overwhelmed, looking at your sweet baby and wondering how this tiny human can cause so much chaos. The transition to parenthood is an entire identity shift you weren't prepared for. If one more person tells you that this time goes by so quickly, you might just punch them in the face. Transitioning to a new family member takes patience, self-compassion, and support. Sheila Darling Coaching can be that professional support that Diane and I are always saying there is no shame in getting. Sheila Darling is a social worker, certified hypnotherapist, and a mindfulness meditation teacher, and could be your start to a more peaceful life. Head to SheilaDarling.com to schedule your consultation today, and mention the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast when scheduling your consultation, and you'll receive 10% off of a coaching package. And today's episode is also brought to you by Original Sprout. Original Sprout carries safe, effective, and pediatrician-tested shampoos, conditioners, styling products, styling and body care products produced and packaged in California, USA. Their hair and body baby wash is made with gentle moisturizing ingredients such as organic calendula and refreshing rosemary extract. Rosemary helps stimulate scalp circulation and calm cradle cap and eczema. This hair and body baby wash is ideal for babies, children, and adults alike. All of Original Sprouts products are paraben and phthalate-free, vegan, and cruelty-free. Their proprietary formulas contain nourishing extracts from fruits, vegetables, and formula and flowers that the whole family can enjoy. They are not just for babies anymore. Check out the entire line at originalsprout.com and use code BADASS for 25% off of your order. OriginalSprout.com, code badass, 25% off. Um, and these sponsors and their promo codes can be found in our show notes under this episode at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. Our show notes will also include further information about things we talked about in this episode. And at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com, you'll also find our breastfeeding resources, all of our other episodes, and information about scheduling your very own one-on-one online lactation consultation with Diane. And our shout out of the week goes to birth nerds. Um, they're nerdy and they like birth. And you can find them at birth nerds on Instagram. Um, together, we will normalize birth and lactation. Birth nerds unite. Reproductive justice, black birth. You can uh, find um, they sell a lot of products uh, by with art by... Um, let me click this here. Uh, Lauren J. Turner, Fine Art. So that's the other page where you can find um, all of her art. 
uh, Lauren J. Turner Fine Arts on Instagram. Oh my God, I'm hitting my microphone with all of my movement. <laughs> so find this cool. This is a cool uh, f- uh, f- news feed um, with amazing art, lots of uh, reproductive justice um, posts and information. And at birthnerds.com, you can find all their products. They have t shirts and stickers and like um, a lot of um, just um, reproductive justice products. So head there, Birth Nerds and Lauren J. Turner Fine Art. And back to toddler breastfeeding. Bring it. <laughs> okay. So um, there's things like that you're going to notice that differ. So this is like people start, uh, people have actually like been like, how, so what am I supposed to do when I'm breastfeeding a toddler? Like you have all these new questions you got going with immersing a baby and you know, things were going and now you're breastfeeding a toddler and you're just like, okay, well, is it different now? What do I do? Um, so positioning is, you know, you decide the positioning. Sometimes, you know, a lot of people find nursing a toddler a lot easier because you're just doing less. You're not having to find like, you know, a good position. You know, your your toddler is just very more independent now. They could sit up, they can latch on by themselves. They can do all of these things. A lot of times toddlers are really antsy and they want to be, I mean, this starts in babyhood too, with them trying to stand up and do flips and all the gymnastics. Mm. Yeah, that you hear about and see. Um, so one of the things that's really great with toddlers is boundaries. And you can start with the boundaries around this as well. Like, okay, we're having nursing time. So we're going to have you, you're going to sit on my lap. And if you do not like all of the spinning and the jumping and the slapping and the kicking, then you say, <laughs> we're not going to be nursing unless you can sit down. Um, and it, it's okay to say that. Um. Because now they're getting a little older, too. They can understand more. You can talk to them. And this is a great time to be like, this is my, I still have to do this with my kids. This is my body. That hurts me when you do that. Mm-hmm. Stop doing that. So that is a great time and a great way to start with boundaries and a way to model like, you know, this is my body, you know, to model that kind of assertiveness and boundaries around your own self. Um, so a lot of people also get concerned about, um, feeding, like how do I balance the, um, nursing with the solid food? Mm, and yeah. We that's actually, a big question all the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And we have a whole episode on that, like balancing solids with nursing. It's kind of like more, I think, geared towards like around that age where you're starting solids, like around six months. Um, so, but once you get into toddlerhood, this is something too, where you don't have to worry so much anymore. I mean, you never have to worry. Hopefully that's what all of our podcasts are saying. <laughs> Stop worrying about all the, um, all the, you know, the, the, the yeah. misinformation that are, it's being told to you. But the, the bottom line is you cannot over nurse a toddler or a small child. You can't breastfeed them too much. Breastfeeding is never going to interfere with them trying new foods or them eating enough. Just recently, somebody said this to me that their doctor said that they should cut down on breastfeeding so that the child will eat more solid foods. It doesn't work like that. Mm -mm. It just doesn't. Your child is not nursing because they don't want to eat the banana. They're nursing (laughs) because that's the thing they've always done. It's familiar to them. 
they're not going to eat the banana either way if they're not ready to eat the banana. You just give them the food, you let them work it out, and you can breastfeed on demand if you want. Again, you don't have to. You can work in some boundaries. We may have a whole episode on breastfeeding boundaries and how to create those for yourself. Um, but you don't have to uh, cut back so that they'll eat more solid foods. You don't have to stop giving breast milk and switch it for cow's milk. Um, because, you know, your doctor says there's not enough fat or not enough whatever in your breast milk. You know, let's think of this logically. You know, your body, your human body did not make human milk the wrong way. And therefore you need a cow's breast milk. <laughs> That's not how it works. No. Just let that go. Yeah. yeah, you limit limit breastfeeding a toddler for your own sanity if that's what you need to do. You don't ever need to limit it for their health or anything like that. Breastfeeding is healthy at any age. It is wonderful and so much more than food. I and, think oh, one of the hardest things for me when I was, you know, when I was breastfeeding that I definitely wanted to make sure that I I portray this message along. If you are listening right now and you have a newborn, that is nursing 15 times a day, every two hours for, you know, 20 minutes or something like that to even conceptualize going and doing that for a year and a half is mind boggling. So one thing I want everybody to remember is that when you, as your baby gets older, this gets way easier. You know, like Abby said, that it's, it's easier when they're toddlers they're nursing for two minutes. They're, you know, they're on, they're off on their own. Um, you're kind of just following their lead. It's only maybe a couple times a day. Like it becomes very more controlled, I should say. Yes. You have so much more control of it. You are not in that newborn fog anymore. You just as a person are not, you know, dealing with a new parenthood anymore. And, I, and if you're, if you have a new baby right now and you're thinking that this doesn't apply to you, <laughs> Let me tell you, in <laughs> three, two, one, you'll be breastfeeding a toddler. Yeah. So pay attention. This, you know, I know it feels like you're in it, going to be in it for a really long time, but you're going to be breastfeeding a newborn for a few more minutes, and then you're going to have a toddler in your hands. It's crazy. And it's okay, you know, so, do, you know, you think about it, and if it, ma- if it makes you excited, I mean, it made me excited to, like, think about my baby growing and us having this relationship. And I know there's a lot of problems, you know, that everyone has. um, But hopefully we're helping you work those out and we can help you work those out so that you can have this great breastfeeding relationship that will last for however long you want it to, Mm -hmm. however, however long you want it to. Um, So the other great thing is these are all things to look forward to. It gets so much easier. You don't mm-hmm. have to think about all of the things all of the time. It gets so much easier. The other thing that you can start doing when they're, if you're working and you're pumping all the time and you have a toddler, you can stop pumping. Get rid of it. Put it away. Put I your pump away. I always love saying that because I know mm-hmm. it makes people so happy. I know. You can stop. You can, they can have, you know, they can have water. They can have whatever you drink in your house during the day. They can have if you want to drink cow's milk or some other kind of nut milk or whatever, just have that, you know, have whatever you, whatever they normally have, they can have that while you're gone. Um, and then you can nurse when you're with them. And yes, your milk supply will last and your milk supply will adjust. 
Absolutely. That's always the biggest question too. Yeah. Can I stop pumping? Is that going to impact? What if I still want to nurse at night? What if I still want to nurse in the morning or before naps? Like, absolutely. Your body's going to do what you tell it to do. And at this point, it's been doing it for a year. So it's not going to just like dry up and blow away like a dandelion like it's just fine you know yeah your milk supply is very you know it's very strong and very very um resilient very established at this point um and so let's address for one moment all of these things that people say about breastfeeding a toddler that will cause long-term psychological damage it'll make them sissies it'll make them gay it will um make them um too dependent you're causing you know, sexual trauma. Yes, yes. It's sexual at this point, and you're traumatizing them. You know, none of these things are true. Um, quite the contrary. First was, of all, you're going to yeah. be gay, whether you're gay or whether you, you're just going to, if you're gay, you're gay. <laughs> I hope we understand that by now. I know. It's not breastfeeding. Just, you know, it wasn't breastfeeding you know, that did it. Whatever. People are who they are. Gender is a social construct. Like, let's get it all together, people. Breastfeeding is its own thing. Um, you have a breastfeeding relationship with your child. And, you know, this, the closeness, the bonding, the attachment that breastfeeding provides, the consequences of that go for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to be strong and healthy and emotionally secure and, and you know, attached human beings. And it's just going to play out in their adult relationships too, which is the greatest thing that you can, you know, do for your child. So it really is just the opposite of what it's a complete these naysayers opposite. are telling you. People say, oh my gosh, you're going to make them a wimp and da da da. They're too right. attached to you. Yeah, they're too dependent. Too dependent Sissies. and attached. I hear the sissy a lot, mm-hmm. which I don't know what It's a terrible word. Means. It's so ridiculous. Um, but if you're hearing information from whoever it is, your doctor, your family, whoever, that are saying that there are concerns around toddler breastfeeding, any concern that they list health, emotional, psychological, whatever, it's all wrong. It's wrong. You can say like, oh, that's, I'm hearing something negative about it. That, that means it's wrong. You can make that, that conclusion because there is nothing wrong or negative about breastfeeding a toddler. No. Um, nursing aversion sucks. Nursing aversion does happen for some for some people. This is a time where people might be getting pregnant again. Um, breastfeeding is not a birth control, especially a toddler. You can totally get pregnant. Um, keep being pregnant and hormonal changes that happen with breastfeeding and all of this, even if you're not pregnant, um, can bring on nursing aversion. Um, we have episodes on that, too, that go into detail of that if you're struggling with that. Um, a lot of times people will say too, like if you, you know, your toddler is not sleeping through the night, it's because they're still nursing all night. (laughs) Your toddler's not sleeping through the night because they're not developmentally readily ready to sleep through the night. That's why. And if you stop nursing, you can, but it's not like they're just going to like suddenly be like, okay, well, I'm going to sleep through the night now. Right. You'll still be dealing with a waking toddler. They really don't sleep through the night for many years, several years. Exley is going to be set. I mean, obviously, every kid is different, but Exley is going to be seven this year. And I guess he sleeps through the night. I mean, he doesn't nurse anymore, but nah, he's up. He gets up usually, <laughs> usually once, usually once around, you know, midnight or so he gets up and checks for me. 
So, you know, have fun with that. But I mean, my does... babies would sleep and then once they became toddlers would get up again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. and it also changes too, right? Yeah. With like whatever yeah. they're de- whatever they're going through developmentally. They might have been sleeping fine and now they're not. It's just it does all get it all does get easier as they get older. I mean, there are obviously new challenges, but those kinds of challenges get you do start to get more sleep. You do. If you're wondering if you're ever going to sleep again, you will. You will. I mm-hmm. promise you. Um, a couple more things. Um, so you also, also with this breastfeeding a toddler thing, like, oh, well, there's no more nutritional value in your milk. That is a bunch of bullshit. Your yeah. breast milk always has wonderful nutrients in it. Um, I think it's your better. Breast- it changes. It changes to adapt to what your toddler needs. So, I mean, how can you go wrong? The food I know, we're going to do an episode do on that too, like uh, somewhere down the line it's on the schedule. Yeah, um, I got some good info of, on that. How, so. Oh yeah, of how milk changes with your milk changes yeah. with your child. So that's all, all a bunch ways. of bullshit when people tell you, oh, it's not, uh, there's nothing to it anymore. It's just water. It's not, they're not getting any nutri- nutritional value from it anymore. That's why I, I love that argument bullshit. that it's just water because hold on for a second. It's not. It's filled with all kinds of nutrients, but hold on a second. What if it was just water? Your body's like 70% water. Water is like the most healthy thing that you can have in your body. Right. And like, so what if it was water? Then you get to have water too and the nursing relationship. So you're still not talking anyone out of breastfeeding a toddler. Right. To say your breast milk is water. Yeah. But it's not true. But even still, it's a stupid argument. (sighs) So stupid. (laughs) <laughs> it is like tell um, me it turns to poison and then maybe tell me it yeah, turns right, to snake right. venom <laughs> by the time that the baby's a year maybe then i'll stop you know but come on give me a yeah. break i know oh it turns to water oh damn Ooh, real That's scary like, you know you're saying yeah right it's it's like there's not breast milk is not just gonna have all this amazing nutrients and then just turn to water <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all you're, I not can, a, you're not a drinking fountain. I, know. I mean, it, and all I can think of is like how there's there's some places in the world where the water is really not safe to drink. So that yeah. would be the best option for your yeah, child. Right. That would still be great. <laughs> so it's like, oh. yeah, oh the arguments God. against it are just like, why are you spending so much time trying to talk people out of doing this? How right. does it affect you at all? Just stop talking. Yeah. Ugh. So the one last thing I want to say that does sometimes come up is like latching itch issues because their mouths are growing and they're getting teeth in there. Oh, biting. We can talk about biting for a second. But um, they as their mouth gets bigger and they're kind of just continuing to nurse from babyhood, they might need to relearn how to latch. Mm-hmm. So you can like work with them and it's easier to work with them now because they're a little older. So you can say like, OK, open wider you know, and you can get more of your areola in there. If they're starting to do the little shallow kind of just like, I'm just sitting here not trying at all. And like, (laughs) that does not feel good. You could be like, that doesn't really feel good. I need you to take more in open wider, you know, and you can just work with them to get a deeper latch, which will be more comfortable for you. And, you know, sometimes with like teeth coming in, there's like, you know, might be rubbing on a certain area of your nipple causing you some pain. So switch it up, try laying down or try you know, they're toddlers. So they are love being in different positions. Try a different position. Try flipping their legs over your shoulders and nursing that way. 
or just to take the pressure off of that area for a little while to give it a rest. Right. Um, that can help. And um, I think that was all I was going to say about the latching. Oh, biting. So biting in toddlerhood, I would say, is like not, they kind of learn to not, that's more of like a teething younger thing. Yeah. They're not doing it um, really at that age. Yeah. You're you're like two, three, four-year-olds not just going to bite your boob. No. Like they kind of know not to do that. And if they have, like, don't yell at me. Okay. Because of course everything has happened in the world. Um, but I would say the kind of involuntary, like biting thing is kind of a younger thing. They really do kind of stop doing that at some point. Your biggest risk is getting hit with a fist or something. There, yeah. Nursing. You're getting kicked yeah. in the face is really the biggest, um, danger in yeah. being a toddler. So that's all I've got. And I've talked for a really long time. Sorry. I didn't realize I was going to talk the whole time. No, I got my little quips in about. You know, like if you're a newborn, if you're breastfeeding a newborn right now, don't feel like oh, yeah. this is not right. for you because right, right. Um, yeah, totally different. It'll be there really fast. And like toddler breastfeeding rules really do can, I mean, really can start kind of like even before they're one because they're going to start mm -hmm. getting super active. I mean, the boundaries, you got to wait a little while for that. Um, I'd say like a year or 18 months or something to start really like kind of restricting breastfeeding and you know that kind of thing yeah but but the rules change quickly like you're breastfeeding a newborn there the newborns are only around for a second i know it feels like it's forever but it's really just a second the rules are going to change really quick so anyway that's all. yeah so enjoy your time yes it goes fast it does mm-hmm Thanks for listening. Thank oh you. Oh my God, that's so funny because that's in the episode, in the podcast ad copy for Sheila Darling is like if somebody says to you one more time, if this all goes so by so fast, you're going to punch them in the face. And this whole yeah. episode is us going like it all goes by so fast. <laughs> Don't punch us in the face. Sorry. Yeah. 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 That was just we meant to you. be kind of we like, uh, yeah, we've been there. We've been there. Like it, it does feel like it's going by fast. It also feels like it's taking an eternity. And <laughs> I've also had lots and lots of therapy. So you can yeah. give Sheila a call. Absolutely. She'll fix you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>